I am the media masochist. And here I am, once again, taking one on the chin for the team. I'm going to tell you this. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And now, introducing your host, me, the guy who eats shit and tells you what it tastes like. Hello and welcome to the Media Masochist. As you heard in the intro, I'm Chris Honeywell. I retired this show seven years ago because I was sick of yelling at media and everybody was yelling at media and I wanted to focus on the positive. But every once in a while, there's a confluence of events or a single event in this case that is just basically the lowest hanging fruit ever for the Media Masochist. I feel this is something that has been building for years and years with me and uh well i could explain a lot of it but i'm not going to doodle diddle around with it because this is a four-hour movie we got plenty of time to talk about it during the movie and uh basically i've split this up into the six chapters of the movie uh, someone told me there are seven chapters if there's a seven chapter then the seven chapters of the movie so this is chapter six so have your have your media ready at the beginning of the chapter put it set it right at the very beginning of the chapter i'll give you a three second countdown and when i say go you press play on your little play machine thing and we will be ready to go all right guys it's part six do we even have to futz around anymore here we go let's begin three Two, one, go. All right. So it's just an echo from the doom of the something darker. I'm calling this section of mine though competition. Oh, this is the this is the Lovey Dovey Clark and Lois part. I vaguely remember this from the Joss Whedon version. Oh, jeez. I don't remember if this is the same or not. I don't think... I think it is. It looks the same. If they reshot this, they reshot it completely. Um, I think there might be a part seven to this. I've been really, like, avoiding anything about this on the internet, but from um, things I heard from people from work and have seen on the internet. I'm, I'm thinking they have the, like, there's, like, a lot of bonus scenes or post scenes or whatever you want to call post-credits, mid-credit scenes. So I think, judging by the length of time I got left, they're probably going to end up being the final episode, and it'll probably be a, just a short episode to see, you know, whatever the little bumpers are at the end of it. It'll probably just be a little postscript doubt there'll be anything too fantabulous there I mean I remember one was it there was like a Lex Luthor on a boat 
scene at the end of the Joss Whedon one. But I might be getting that confused, actually, with Batman. I don't think it was Batman versus Superman because I think he was in, like, the asylum at the end of it. So I think it was at the end of the last Justice League. Of course, everybody who's listening knows whether I'm right or wrong, so I don't... I don't know why I'm even talking about it. Oh, nice little scene. Not bad. Even got a little color. Like a tinted black and white photograph. See, now this is what I was talking about last last time is like why didn't they just get up in the air, <laughs> get out in the field and be like, Alfred, tell us where this heat signature is coming from, you know? <laughs> I don't even know what the, I don't even know where we're gonna find the cups means there it's a billionaire mansion they have a tea set come on come on they get, he's got a British butler I don't know where we're gonna find the cups are they gonna fight now enhance enhance and man, I gotta tell you, last part and so far this part, nobody's thrown against the wall. It's really pissing me off. Yeah, we all want to plug in on the Unity one on one. Oh, this. <laughs> This is some just great L lingo. Stre stream into the unity. I honestly, I honestly find this much more appealing. This is still very, very self-serious and pretentious and stuff, but it's the the dialogue is goofy and it's always been goofy but this is like this is more of an amusing kind of goofy you know this is more comic booky i guess whereas the other ones were just like really like ponderous dramatic dialogue Yeah, I think I remember this from the last movie too. It's all coming back to me. There's just no way it would all come back to me. I'm too old and it was too unmemorable. Although, I don't know how much of this I'm going to remember, you know, except for broad strokes. There's sort of a background note going that reminded me of the background note, the, the sort of chimey background note they always used to play in Star Trek on alien planets, as if there were always like wind chimes like a half mile off. 
The butterflies like him like Baby Yoda. Did they tell him, like, to do the, like, coin trick with his hands where you have the, like, penny that you, like, flip it through your coins and then they just put the butterfly on it? Weird. Weird. I swear to God that's what they did. I wonder if we're going to have a, uh, what was it like to be dead conversation? Please, come on, that seems like something Zack Snyder would, did, if he had anything to do with the writing of the, well, I guess he would. I guess he would also tell the writers stuff that he would want in it. That's what I want. I want somebody to say, so Superman, what happened? And I mean, like, there'd probably be some lame cop out of just like, I don't, it was just color and light and I was happy. I'm going to do an ad for Pepsi and buy the farm back. Mima, Ha ha, he said Mima. <laughs> smile, a smile. There's a smile. There's a smile. Not really on Superman, but at least there's a, a smile in the movie. It's gone now. It's past. You know, maybe I don't know if it's been watching this in part or it's probably a bit of both. But this is just not as relentlessly grim a movie as Batman versus Superman was. Superman, you know, the Man of Steel was rough in a lot of character ways. Batman versus Superman was rough and being just like endless and endlessly just grim, angry, and kind of mean. This one isn't mean. This one isn't angry for sure. It not out, you know, not beyond any of just the the normal ambient anger of Zack Snyder movies. <laughs> but I mean, Batman versus Superman seemed. Real, like it was really pissed, sullen and pissed. And this one is more comic booky. But this final part I've been calling, um, uh, this is how we watch movies now. And uh, I was talking about it on online with a, a couple friends, and I was uh, saying, um, you know, I've been saying for years, ever since Mad Max Fury Road came out, that I'm like, oh, there'll be there'll be film courses in college where they teach Fury Road because 
it is like the perfect example of and actually uh, Luke Giaconetti was like hey I, when I was in school we watched Mad Max for a film class and it's almost the same thing it's like almost this perfect example of all the aspects of drama you know comedy tragedy action yeah, just all of it in, in in the most stripped down simple terms yet not you know nothing at all boring about it you know um, and just this, a deceptively simple movie with a lot in it you know and uh, unlike Mad Ma- this I for different reasons I think this movie is going to be shown in film classes as an example of just it won't be the first but it is the 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 marker in where like sort of the death of theaters maybe or you know the rise of online kind of looks like the mandalorian ship a little bit it's got a little it looks like actually like a shark when it comes in at that angle it's kind of cool actually that was some that was some good visuals that was some visuals i i i was uh quite friendly towards Nigh. Nigh. <laughs> it's basically just it. The, the end is nigh. But this is going to be the like a great marking point for just sort of all the aspects of how we consume movies these days. And all the things that surround them which become enmeshed in them more so than they've ever been before i.e. the existence of this movie is only is very very star trek in that a fan base grabbed onto it and wouldn't let go and uh you know the 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 fact of the matter is I, i always used to joke of there is no snyder cut because that was always sort of the thing you know there was this symbolic thing where he showed pictures of, you know, film canisters. But at the same time, this movie didn't exist. This movie hasn't been sitting around. This movie had to be made. It had to be finished, you know. This, it, it, it was, it was, it was more like, it's a boring, boring, um, and not very effective um, slogan to be like, demand the Snyder finishes the movie the way he wanted to you know but um and it cracks me up well it doesn't crack me up but it fascinates me that like you know all the money they spent filming this movie then refilming it and then going back and refilming it again to put it back to where it was supposed to go and you know, ending up paying for almost three movies, you know, and getting two. This one, I don't know how it makes it's going to make money, but I I don't know how how this all works. But here is this thing that and we're let's see how far are we into this? We are three hours and six minutes and forty eight seconds into this. So I can safely say, like, this isn't 
like what I would picture if you were to say the Zack Snyder cut of a movie, I would say this is almost like a work print that's been that they just decided to, to not even a work print, but just a first cut, take all the footage that you shot, put it all in order. And, and that would be the point where you would have like, we have four to six hours of, of movie going on here. And that's where you decide what, what to reduce. The more you have, the more options you have in like, as far as what you can cut, what you can do with the rhythm of the movie, the pacing of it and stuff. So you have this whole collection of basically pretty much everything that was shot. And, uh, and it's been polished, so it all it fits together. It has a flow insofar as it stops for chapters that are more or less in the same sort of area. And they have a point where, you know, here's where this starts to happen. Like this, this, I don't think this would have made it, this scene here with, um, or chunks of it. I don't know where it's, go, what it's going to lead to. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a beauty shot, but we've had nice beauty shots of the Superman like this before. But by this point, I guess we really want some, some Superman. Uh, now we're getting pun pumped up. See, and like Mad Max Fury Road. It's got junky XL music. It's not working the same in this for me as it's 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 still cut like a trailer and with the music and the visuals. Um, so you have this this gigundous piece of everything. So every step of the story is is stretched out a little, you know, a little bit or a lot or extraneous. But it's all here. It's like all the, the things that would have been cutscenes. It's sort of like... If I was someone who made, say, fan edits or something like that, what a dream this thing is. This has all the fat on it, and you get to trim it. The, like I would be like, hmm, how can I get this to two hours? And uh, boy, oh boy, what a, what a action... I mean... As I've stated a bunch of times before, there's very little story in this movie. There's very little story. There's things that happen, but the basic story of you can you can synopsize this this movie very very quickly as far and and hit all the of the basic story beats. You couldn't go through and tell what happened without taking a shitload of time. But the basic plot is super simple. And uh, so, yeah, you have like all this, all this you, stuff to work with. And uh, at this point, the kind of movies he makes, they're, they're like dioramas, they're like fetish films, they're like um, Bollywood or something. They're not as much about like getting into the subtleties of the characters, uh, you know, or really like actually. truly identifying with 
with the characters. I mean, you can have, identify with them in an abstract sense, but not, there are very few of us are billionaires or demigods or gods, goddesses or Amazons or cyborgs or incredibly fast or, you know, super powered. Um, and actually, though, the human ones, the cyborg and Flash, are very, are like more, well, the Flash basically is more human. Cyborg is also like ponderous, like these. Batman is 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 human too, but he's just in people's minds. He's Batman is on the tiers of Superman and Wonder Woman as far as just being a powerful character, a symbolic character. They try to make him down to earth in here, but you know how down to earth are you going to make some a billionaire of Bruce Wayne style anyway? Anyway, blah, blah, blah. But I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more of stuff like this. Or maybe a lot less. It depends. If if this doesn't do whatever it is HBO Max and Warner Brothers thought it was going to do, maybe there won't be more stuff like this. I don't know if they even had a plan for what this was supposed to do other than, um, you know, just be a general thing to throw into their streaming service to keep people interested you know uh, just a, a you know excitement being generated by this and I guess Zack Snyder sp spent a lot of his own money in it or didn't take any money to do this or, or some such thing so maybe that saved on the budget I can't see like how like him giving like tens of millions of dollars though. There was a lot of money put, I put like 70 or 90 million dollars put into a hundred million dollars put into this, finishing this movie. And uh, I guess I don't mind things like the, the um, CG being sort of like video game cutscenes. I just wish they would be more I mean, he doesn't seem to be afraid to be comic booky with the dialogue in this and stuff. And I know he's a visual guy with a slow-mo and he's got his visual style. But even this, his visual style is not as painstaking. It's It's got the elements of it, but it's not... It, it doesn't have a lot of sense of design, a lot of sense of place. Like I've said, every place sort of feels like we're in the same general space. Night, twilight, everything's just sort of brown and... And if you don't like... I guess that's supposed to sound Amazonian. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows what Amazonian music sounds like anyway, but I don't know if that's what it would would sound like. I don't but uh the the weird thing about the action in these movies is if I don't pay attention to it, it's it's hard to get involved, which sounds like a stupid s statement, but it's, well, I guess it could be anyway, but I was going to say, but it's not, but it, it makes sense to me because like with a good action sequence, I am 
don't have to think about like, all right, keep up on what's going on and all right, this is going on, this is going on. With in this movie, it just seems like my eye wants to go lazy on it and I don't have like, you know, I don't have a sense of motion or or um speed or depth or or weight. It's Okay, I remember that shot from the original stuff. Now, all this stuff was probably timed up and a lot brighter, too. See, all that stuff is neat, but it's just so, it's a comic frame come to life. And I think time will be kinder to Zack Snyder's movies, maybe even with me, as they just become accepted fetishized items and and familiar <laughs> and as as the aesthetic of video games becomes even more more settled in as like you know as as valid and as prominent as movies if not more you know there's probably more people watching video game cutscenes than movies it's hard to say these days but it's very possible and uh, I know there was a lot of stuff that I thought was just cynical trash when not that I actually would call this cynical trash or that I just thought wasn't very good in its time period which over over time I guess I'll always enjoy watching these especially if I'm like watching them with people that, or that I'm for a podcast or with people that I can discuss with it because there's just a lot of stuff to talk about in it, good and bad, mostly bad, but see, there is, and this is a this is actually a common complaint in a lot of movies these days, and probably why. I pr pretty much pissed all over myself for at Mad Max Fury Road because there's just and it was a major problem for me in the the last Star Wars trilogy the Disney Star Wars trilogy is people are just seeming to forget the 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 art of crafting a set piece you know the musical quality i think we talked about in an early episode of like watching the the pod race from episode one with and not watching the picture just listening to the sound and listening to it as a like almost like a piece of music but a lot of times and, and i mean i grew up with spielberg and lucas and stuff like that where where you know when you were when they had a set piece you had a sense of like physically where where they were supposed to be going what the what their pitfalls were you know it was very clear what is going on what your goals are what your motivations are what are the things that are blocking you how do you adjust for that and it carries you through it very clearly and you get a sense of the space involved and that you know Raiders of the Lost Ark every set piece in Raiders of the Lost Ark you feel the like you can you can I can 
like close my eyes and picture myself in the well of souls and describe it you know about how big it was what it what, you know how much light was coming in there and stuff and and um it's just it's lost and we have action sequences of and set pieces but you know these are these are just some guys fighting and i'm sure this was storyboard i'm sure this was storyboarded out it had to be because of all the insane work and detail to be put into it but uh this is reminding me a little bit the thing about the flash is his his effect is cool but it sort of separates him a little too much i would have made that that blue like more more um transparent it makes him feel like he's almost in a commercial or something you know he's in another another space Mordor That reminds me a lot of Tron See it's like there was some decent decent sound design going on there's some decent CGI going on I feel like <laughs> Even though this is, you know, four hours long, I feel like there's a lot of, like, and who knows, over the course of time, you know, in his spare time, Zack Snyder might go through and work on the sound design of this a little bit. You could really, like, the sound design is, is really kind of thin in this. There's a... I mean, there's a lot of sound work in there, but, like, there's a lot of things missing, like sounds of rubble and stuff the the broad strokes are there and it works but it all feels a little incomplete it all feels like they could be matched a little better so they don't feel as green screened That's another weird thing about, and this isn't really a criticism of this movie, but just superhero ge movies in general is sometimes, like if you work out like a superpower of a superhero and work out how that would manifest in, in real life to film it, like, you know, this is how they would do it. Sometimes it, it is unnatural. So sometimes it looks unnatural. So it's it's a weird, you know, especially when like characters really like speed up that shot back there a little of Wonder Woman just sort of quick jumping from one spot to another. Just the most like Mad Lib type. Someone's going to who's blocking it? It's Superman. Yes. So I knew somebody had to block it whenever somebody comes up behind with an axe in any movie. Ooh. Shatter it. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was cool. <laughs> Against the wall. Yes, finally. Some people are going against the wall, folks. It's going to happen now. We're in the tail end of this movie. Steppenwolf is... I guess Darkseid is going to be a... 
how long do we got? We still got like 40 minutes left. But like, I thought this was going to be, uh, see, I thought like they were going to add this whole element of where Darkseid would be the mean baddie, but maybe they're saving him for later or something, or... We don't have much time. Don't have much time to have a dark-sided fight. Oh. Against the wall with you. I'm going to punch you too. What? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a weird, that weird Superman. Not deadly, but weird. Pride didn't hurt. <laughs> Cyborg sometimes looks like a paradiddle around the edges, like when the light's on him, right? I wish they would have done like the, uh, the old th oh, it was a paradiddle. I wish they would have done like the old Flash TV show and had him have to eat like 5,000 hamburgers and stuff. <laughs> Batman's like, I'm just going to sit this one out. <laughs> Looks like he's got it. Is healing a flash power? I did not know that. Does he like speed up his body's like regenerative power? He needs some cheeseburgers and or something, man. Because he's a scrawny little fucker. Oh, there he is. Dark-sided. He's dark-sided. Oh, there's other guys, too. Is there just going to be, like, this endless stream of, like, bad guy behind bad guy, boss behind boss? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, dad's here, dude. Better shape up. Okay, so we are going to fight Darkseid. Okay, that's cool. If I recall right, Darkseid was not even in at all the other movie, right? He didn't even figure into it at all. Oh, is he gonna do a share and turn back time? Is he gonna circle the Earth like Superman? I mean, if you're going light, if you're going faster than the speed of light, I guess that's why you slow him down. Because if you sped him up, you would have to show him in real time, like just circling the Earth. 
What if you did a Superman and you saved your dad? Well, maybe he will though. See, I'd like to know if there's some sort of comic book or if they made it up for the movie. Um, quantum sort of explanation of the spe of all the spe of his special effects of like why the ground's forming under him is that like quantum uncertainty that he's is this the edge of of uncertainty in reality and he's just getting up to the the did they figure that all out or did they just do it as this is cool is this copying a comic these are the things that i don't know and i don't i guess i don't really have to know <laughs> to watch this but just asking it's just all so static feeling i mean Technically, they're kind of neat special effects. It's a little gross for a superhero movie, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so what happened? Does this have something to do with turning back time? What is going on here? This obviously a trick. So obviously a trick. Am I dead? Come on. Well, the uh, subtitles just spoiled <laughs> the trap. It's like Mother Box as Victor. <laughs> Ooh, the, the Mother Box turns into a flappy head demon from a 90s horror movie. Weird. Weird. And the Crypt Keeper. It's the three. It's like three Crypt Keepers with flappy heads. It's so fucking Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, take that, you stupid boxes. Yeah, how does that feel? <laughs> Ooh. Damn, Aquaman. Ancient lamentation music playing. Now Wonder Woman. Oh, jeez, everybody's doing a et tu brute on him. Did she just lop off his head? Did Wonder Woman just lop off some dude's head? She did! 
Or did she Darth Maul? No, she lopped off his head. Off with your head, dude. I would have thrown him against the wall, but that'll work. Later days, dark side. <laughs> Just hit him with a little heat vision. God damn it. <laughs> I was so close. This guy looks like Clytus and Dr. Doom mixed together. I like to play thing with things for a little while before annihilation. Were those mother boxes destroyed or were they just separated? Is this the end? Is this the end? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, we're still going to fight. Okay. That makes sense. Well, are we going to have another, just another boss battle after that? This is weird. This is weird. There's just no shape to it anymore. Not that there was before, but I mean, this is the ending. Oh, this doesn't make any sense at all. I guess... That boss battle was just sort of a fight and didn't really have any real, like, character feel for anybody besides, I guess, Cyborg a little bit, you know, like, with his, with his folks. All right, everybody, get up against the green screen. The hum two human characters, <laughs> the two identifiable characters actually fist bump like normal humans. Triumphant music playing. Yes, there's been triumph, but it doesn't. F I get uh, so weird. <laughs> Why? Pardon me, I'm about... Hey, Jesus! Sorry about that. At this point, we've had... Oh, my God, just so, so stretched out and so drama queen. Come on. Have these guys... What? What are they doing? <laughs> Oh, there we go. We're stopping. Stop, stop, stop. We're going to do another part. That's just how it's going to go. There's enough time to... Epilogue. Epilogue. All right, this doesn't make sense. I thought Darkseid was going to go and get in his ship and do it the old-fashioned way. All right, so it's... So I they won. And now we have an epilogue after this. And I guess the epilogue... I don't know if the epilogue is... Ah, anyway, we'll talk about it tomorrow. There's going to be a part seven. Woo-hoo.
See you then. I'll rise. Our national anthem. Thank you.